Welcome to the Home Medic. You're listening to the series on Radon. Welcome to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital. And <laughs> Heidi Hansen, how are you? Hey, good to be with you, Guy. Like, and that's so boring that I probably should say aloha. Aloha. <laughs> then you'd be stealing my word, which I guess I don't own because I'm as howly as, as you get, right? Uh, we're going to talk about radon this time. This is one of those issues that grabs a lot of headlines. You know, back when I started as a home inspector back in 1993 it was huge and then it kind of lost the headline status and then the uh, the big headline thing was mold and you know for a while it was lead i guess that was before i started that was back in you know late 70s and 80s oh yeah and more recently the big headline grabber is meth and radon, I mean, I've heard the word, but I can't even really tell you what it is other than I know it's some sort of harmful chemical. Well, we <laughs> might just teach you a thing or two in this segment or this series. I'm looking if you forward will. to learning with, with you <clears throat> listeners. So, yeah, this is kind of like that guy on American Idol. I have no previous training in the subject. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, 20 years from now, they're going to be going, what are you talking What's about? American Idol? <laughs> so radon is a gas. It's a gas like oxygen and nitrogen, not a gas like gasoline. Okay. And so being a gas of that nature, it is going to float around in the air. Okay. And it gets into your lungs, and then when it gets into your lungs, it uh, turns evil, and then it's going to actually... Because it's radioactive, it's going to spit off a couple of protons and neutrons in your lungs, and now it's not a gas anymore, now it's a metal. Ooh, so that's interesting. Rad radon, I guess I should have known. Radioactive radon. I well, mean, that's not necessarily prefix? the case either. No? So no. yeah, there, here you are beating yourself up for something that you don't deserve. <laughs> so radon is a decay daughter of uranium and radium. And you probably remember that painful high school chemistry class back in the day. A decay daughter. Yes. I'm going to repeat that just because I don't want anybody to think we mean yeah, decator or something. And actually that's uh, becoming not politically correct in the physics community. So I think they're calling it a, a decay progeny or something uh, like that. Anyway, what's happening there is any chemical that is radioactive is, let's use the word unstable. Okay. So it's going to have a period of time where maybe it is uranium. At some point in time, it's going to say, I'm tired of being uranium. I'm going to spit off a couple of protons and neutrons, and now I'm going to be radium. So is that what radioactive means, that it's capable of changing itself? Yes. Interesting. And then a little bit more time goes by, and it spits off some more protons or neutrons, and other forms of radioactivity might be spitting off maybe a proton or maybe some electrons. So this is why I take you back to your high school Right, which chemistry I class. do remember the atoms, but I don't remember the I'm radon sure you were conversation. Class that day. <laughs> I, I didn't skip class. I just stayed home to get my hair and makeup and clothing ready. And by the time yeah. I got ready, I sometimes missed class. <laughs> it wasn't intentionally skipping. Once I, I got there, I'm so proud. I never sloughed. I just happened to know stories about you <laughs> staying in the attic, Heidi. <laughs> That's right. Well, that was, that, oh, I shucks. That I did well. tell you that. That was elementary school. We have 
now we have this radioactive material. It starts in the soil, and maybe it's uh, attached to maybe a granite rock. Oh, interesting. And as part of the granite, or maybe just as the minerals that might be near your home, we've got a little bit of uranium. And so that's okay. And, and it's part of life. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. And then it decays, and it's still a metal, and then it decays. Now it's a gas. And now it's going to get sucked into your home where now you're going to be breathing radioactive stuff. So does it just kind of blow in with the wind? We're going to talk about that. The concept is that homes are like chimneys and they're going to suck stuff in. But I'll explain how and why. All right. Good. I'm excited to learn. Now we've got the radon. Like I say, it's a gas. It's in your lungs. Now it's going to spit off some protons and neutrons. And now it is like lead and polonium and some of those other metals again and now you got this radioactive metal that is in your lungs and it will be there for the rest of your life and then you get lung cancer and then you die a miserable death and so that is the issue with radon and that's what the general knowledge is to the extent that it's out there okay you know that is the ugly scenario And that is the reason why there are radon headlines. That's why people are putting in mitigation systems. And that's why home inspectors are making money off of radon testing. So is this air purification? I mean, does air purification in the home help with this? Would not help in the slightest. No. No. And the reason for that is air purification is going to filter out particulates. Right. But particulates, to uh, state the obvious, are particles. And this is a gas-like oxygen. So do you open your windows wide and let the fresh air in to kind of blow this out? Um, That actually is a segue to the next topic, which is that every breath of air that we have all taken has included some radon. Mm, And there is nowhere on planet Earth that any of us can go to that does not include some radon. Well, and the human body is designed to deal with some of this. I mean, we come into this body as humans, right? We get the I, I, I think Botulism you're a human. In the soil I'm, and <laughs> I'm not certain about myself anymore. So the you back- might be superhuman. I mean, I'll give you, I'll give you that. <laughs> I walked into that one. So we have what's called background or outdoor levels of radiation, and that's going to be one to two, and then the units are picocuries per liter, and the picocuries per liter doesn't really matter. You know, let's just remember the one to two. Peep. Pico Curies. Uh huh. Okay. Named after Madame Curie, who. Oh, okay. And there Pico we go. is like a billionth, if I remember oh, right. That's good clarification. It, so it's a very small part of a Curie. Okay. But uh, yeah, the important part to remember is the number. So background levels are one to two. You cannot get your radon level less than that in this room that we're in. Let's say that we have, I don't know, two Pico Curies. Okay. Per liter in this room, and we're going to suck out all this room's air and replace it with pure outdoor air. Okay. That outdoor air will also be two pieces. <laughs> and in the meantime, we might not be able to breathe. So <laughs> I'd rather breathe some air than none. So, yes, not breathing air tends to be hazard, more hazardous <laughs> to your health than breathing radon. Unless you're superhuman after. like Garth, yeah. and then you might get by. But. Then Garth just breathes, what, nitrogen? <laughs> So back in the day, before I became a home inspector, and this was in the early 90s, I was actually employed in the radiation engineering field, and I did some studies, and at the time, obviously radon had been 
what's the word, known to scientists and to the public for a few years. But at the time, there were three of what EPA called action levels. Okay. And they were 4, 10, and 25. Basically, EPA says that if you test your home and it's 25, then you should take action soon. Mm. If you test your home and it's 10, you should take action less soon, but you should take action. Okay. And if it's four, then you should consider taking action. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is as confusing as... Now, I've got this down. So <laughs> four means consider taking action. In other words, maybe open the windows a little bit, but don't think too much about it. <laughs> That's, that was, was the it... state of things at that point in time. Now, to give you a flavor of the way those sorts of studies happen, in my case, I'm going to have to run through this. Actually, I'm going to run through this in the next segment. You just know too much about this. I mean, I didn't know you used to work. Yeah, I I did have a previous life before I was a homeway inspector. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to finish this one up. And I don't think, Heidi, we're going to make you master of your mansion unless you you want your mansion to be either full of uranium and or radium or lead. Maybe your mansion <laughs> might be a cave somewhere in the mountains. So that, that would have that a granite cave. That could be a uranium cave. cave. I mean, that's getting, <laughs> you're scaring me. <laughs> There's your cave, Heidi. We will be back with segment two. <laughs> and as always, be yourself because only Heidi gets to glow naturally. Oh, glow. That Now that sounds fun. This is Julia McKay with your Natural Solutions Tip for the Day. And today we're going to give you a neti pot recipe. If you're feeling a little bit under the weather, Garth swears it saves his life on a regular basis. But if you're feeling a little under the weather, you put a few drops of some specific essential oils in a cup of very, very hot water and breathe it in. And it clears your airways and does all sorts of amazing things in helping you get well. If you'd like to know our recipe for our specific neti pot, go ahead and reach out to us at... Natural Solutions at homemedicworld.com.